Hello, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Wednesday, October 6th. Our first big thing is soybean and grain futures were slightly higher overnight as investors weigh signs of demand against harvest pressure. Global demand for agricultural products is underpinning prices. Exporters on Monday reported sales of 426,800 metric tons of corn to Mexico for delivery in the 2021-2022 marketing year that started on September 1st, the USDA said. Egypt purchased 36,000 metric tons of soybean oil from global inventories, indicating further world demand for agricultural products. Still, the U.S. harvest rolls on, keeping a lid on price gains. About 34 percent of the U.S. soybean crop was harvested at the start of the week, up from 16 percent a week earlier and ahead of the prior five-year average of 26 percent, the Department of Agriculture said in a report. Fifty-eight percent of the crop was in good or excellent condition as of Sunday, unchanged from the previous week. Some 29% of U.S. corn was in the bin, up from 18% a week earlier and ahead of the 22% average for this time of year, the agency said. About 59% of the crop was in good or excellent condition, on par with the prior week. Soybean futures for November delivery were up 2.5 cents to $12.53 a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade. Soy meal rose $1.20 to $322.40 a short ton, while soy oil rose 46 hundredths of a cent to 61.62 cents a pound. Corn futures for December delivery gained two and a quarter cents to five dollars thirty-nine and three quarter cents a bushel. Wheat futures for December delivery added three and three quarter cents to seven dollars forty-eight and a half cents a bushel, while Kansas City futures gained four and a quarter cents to seven dollars forty-five and a quarter cents a bushel. Next up, demand for agricultural loans on the U.S. 11th District, which includes all of Texas and parts of New Mexico and Arkansas, continued to decline in the third quarter of the fiscal year, amid favorable conditions for cattle and crop producers, according to a Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas survey of bankers in the region. About 23.5 percent of respondents to the survey said they're seeing less demand for loans, while 22.5 percent said they're seeing more demand, the Fed branch said. Demand for agricultural loans continued to decline, with the Loan Demand Index registering its 24th quarter in negative territory, the Dallas Fed said. Loan renewals or extensions fell for the third quarter in a row, while the rate of loan repayment continued to increase. Loan volume decreased across most major categories compared with a year ago, except for operating loans, farm real estate, and machinery loans. The Fed branch does a survey of bankers each quarter. Data from the most recent report was collected in the week through September 15th, with 94 bankers responding. About 31 percent of bankers said the amount of funds available for agricultural loans had increased, and the remainder said fund availability was unchanged. No respondents indicated the amount of funds available for lending declined, the Fed said. That's the first time since record-keeping began in 1990 
that no survey takers indicated funds available were lower, according to government data. Ranch land, irrigated land, and dry land values all rose in the third quarter, the Fed said. The anticipated trend in farmland values index grew in the third quarter to reach yet another historical high, suggesting respondents expect farmland values to continue increasing, the Dallas Fed said in its report. The Credit Standards Index fell for the fourth consecutive quarter but remained in positive territory. The continued positive value of the index indicates further tightening of standards on net. And finally, red flag warnings have been issued for the western halves of North Dakota and South Dakota and for several counties in eastern Montana, according to the National Weather Service. Winds in North Dakota are forecast at about 25 miles sustained with gusts up to 40 miles an hour, the NWS said in a report early this morning. Relative humidity is forecast to fall as low as 15 percent. In southwestern South Dakota, meanwhile, winds will gust up to 35 miles an hour as relative humidity falls to 17 percent, creating tinderbox-like conditions, the agency said. Gusty southerly winds will develop this morning and continue through the afternoon hours, particularly across the western and central South Dakota plains, the NWS said. Minimum relative humidity values will be slightly higher than the past few afternoons. However, strong sustained winds with gusts to around 40 miles per hour may result in extreme fire behavior. Further south in Missouri, meanwhile, rain may fall through Thursday morning before turning dry. Isolated showers are expected in parts of central and northern Missouri, though most western counties in the state likely will stay dry, the agency said. Temperatures will rise Friday and Saturday, with temperatures reaching in the lower 90s before rain is forecast to move back in Sunday, the NWS said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.